I can't be victimized no more. I just don't sympathize no more. Cause now I understand. You just want to use me. You say love then abuse me. You never thought you'd lose me. But how quickly we forget that nothing is for certain. You thought I'd stay here hurting. Your guilt trip is not working. Repressing me to death. <laughs> I get out. That's one of my favorite Lauren Hill songs. Get out from her uh, MTV Unplugged. That was like years ago. I'm like dating myself now. Dating myself as in time. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Coco Chillin'. This is episode number three. It's crazy, right? But we are here. And today's episode is just going to be real simple. I'm not trying to enlighten you guys. I'm not trying to give you some freaking crazy perspective. I'm just venting. Today is an episode that I am just sharing some thoughts and thinking out loud. And hopefully I'll be thinking out loud with you guys because um, a few things have happened uh this past week that have made me think a lot actually it's been a very uh i've been very introspective i've been so not only obviously when you think you're thinking inward but i've been really thinking about myself and asking myself like really important questions tough questions because we need to do that to ourselves we need to do that to ourselves so that we can be (laughs) just live better lives so um I've been trying to be healthy, whatever that means for everybody. But um, more importantly, I've been trying to go as natural as possible. And um, I attribute that to a family member of mine, a cousin of mine. He put me on with, you know, healthy, you know, eating habits and just wanting better for yourself and just good quality food and not only just exercising and diet and all of that, but just like mentally and I've been trying to just get closer to that holistically. Shout out to Alicito if you are listening. He's a big, big reason why a lot of us have been, a lot of us in our family have been trying to search for that or just trying to gain more knowledge. So just to put that out there, that's how I've been starting to just educate myself little by little. So uh, the past weekend, I went to a homeopathic doctor and I actually went to accompany my mother. I was supposed to get my own checkup, but for, for whatever happened, I didn't get to get my own consultation. But all that mattered is that my mother got it because um, I just wanted to make sure that she's um, taking care of herself. And I really do believe that, you know, regardless of what your beliefs are with medicine, I do believe that um, it's slowly killing us. It's making us become dependent on it. So I'm completely open to healing yourself with natural medicine that grows from the earth that was intended to heal us anyways anyways now that i'm going on a tangent totally separate so we go to this doctor and first of all i walk in into her uh her practice and i just see a whole bunch of pictures of different flowers different herbs a whole bunch of stuff uh basically to heal us to heal us telling us that if you have joint pain if you have 
uh, poor circulation, if you have headaches, if you have swelling of any sort, take this, that, and the third, boil this, get this, like stuff that, that really is attainable to get. So uh, first of all, that already blew my mind. So I'm like there with my phone taking pictures of every chart that she has because I'm like, I'm trying to get this on my own. Like, I'm not trying to get charged for this. I'm just keeping it real with you guys. So I go taking pictures and she makes us like fill out all these things. Well, her sister comes out and gives us the forms. It was in New Jersey, by the way. I forgot to to mention that. So we had to drive all the way to Jersey. I'm from New York, um, Queens, New York. And we drive all the way to Jersey, and so we're sitting in this waiting room, and we start filling out all this paperwork, and it's like asking us everything, everything. And finally, we get inside. So when it, we walk inside, uh, she's awesome. She right away I fell at home with her, and she was just such a sweet lady, very soft spoken, and just the way that she carried herself. You know how when you get good vibes, and you, and you totally feel like okay, this person. This person, you know, most likely knows what she's what she's doing. She 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 looks good. She sounds good. She's making me feel at peace in this um in this office. I don't feel nervous, so that was cool. And um, just to fast forward, why this whole this triggered this whole thing with me with with my thoughts. She starts doing the consultation she starts asking my mother questions and fast forward to the very last question so she's asking her everything she's asking her what's your medical history what hurts you what are you feeling and that's normal stuff that i hear with regular doctors all the time but then her final question and she's like okay i just have to ask you your you know final question for the final consultation and i'm like okay final question then she goes and please listen intently and please answer honestly and take your time i'm not gonna rush you just please take your time she proceeds to ask if there was something in your life that you wanted to change from childbirth till now what would that be okay and i'm, I'm giving this 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 space after the question this moment of silence after this question because that's how I felt like literally the room went silent I'm actually gonna ask the question again so my listeners so you guys can feel <laughs> what I felt if there was something you can change from childbirth until right now what would that be change change okay as in never happened um, remove it change <laughs> and I just went blank I think even my mom went blank I think she even started giving certain answers that were just like half-assed answers like she didn't understand how deep this um, this holistic or homeopathic doctor was going and now I'm bringing it back to me when she asked that question I started to just think and I kept thinking and I kept repeating the question and I knew it wasn't even my consultation how selfish right I'm over here thinking like wait a minute like I have no answer like if she even tries to give me a consultation what the hell am I going to say for that for for that question what how how would I answer that and it doesn't make me think it made me think I you know my mom ended up getting whatever she needed to get and I, she had to hop on a plane so she didn't even get to consult me and I'm still like I'm in the car driving till today I'm, I'm here you know recording this podcast I've been thinking since last Friday 
what my answer would be. And I'm still thinking like, huh. And then I start thinking like, what would I change? What would I change? What would I change? From childbirth until now, what would I change? And the reason that I started thinking so much about it is because I'm like, yo, my answer has always been I have no regrets. My answer has always been that if I would change anything, then I wouldn't be the person that I am today, which even though I'm not the most perfect person, I'm pretty content with where I'm trying to go with this. Like, I'm pretty content with at least the core of it. I know that deep down in my insides, like, my intention is pure and it's good. And even though I don't always put it into practice and the way that I I put it into action isn't, you know, the nicest or the greatest way, but I'm learning. Like, at least I feel like I am, you know, trying to be better. But then she kept pressing on it. She kept pressing on it. So what she was trying to make us understand was that in order for her to heal somebody, she needed to heal all of it. She needed to heal the mental as well as the exterior. You know what I mean? It's like people see that you get all these little illnesses and you may get a cold. And she was trying to make us understand that if your mind is sick, if something happened to you, or if you had trauma or something in your life affected you so deeply that we actually need to heal that. It's imprinted in our DNA. That's the way that she explained it. So meaning, let's say that something, you know, affected me while I was, you know, a kid, like going to school. And all I could remember is that going to school, I always felt different. I always felt that I just thought a little bit too much and I was a little bit out there, always singing, very hyper child. And a lot of children just had their little clique of friends. And I was always very alone because I was like an introverted extrovert it's like I would pick and choose when I wanted to be open and when I wanted to share my thoughts and when I wanted to show my personality and then whenever I did you know have the courage to show my personality I kind of felt like people judged me right away so I picked up on that very quickly when I was little and it affected me now that I started thinking about her explanation like something like that and we think it's so small like oh you know we're children like who cares like why are we thinking about that no that matters it actually starts molding who you become you know every stage of your life and um i remember one time somebody told me that you got to heal the inner child in order to actually you know get to your full potential in adulthood because when you don't heal that inner child when you don't heal those parts that affected us so deeply growing up then we tend to carry that with us and it may not you know manifest itself you know obvious like it may not be obvious but we do carry it along with us some way or somehow which then started making me think again and I started saying like you know she's right she's right when she puts it in that way what would I change what would I change and I just started thinking about all the things I didn't like like I didn't like that I wasn't brave enough you know to say the things that I wanted to say or be the way that I wanted to be growing up I didn't like that when somebody hurt my feelings I you know would shut down which then led to me being very closed off and I was, you know, emotionally closed off to a lot of people and it and it, and it affected my relationships and it affected how I would love other people. And these are things that these are coping mechanisms. Like I never liked rejection. Obviously nobody likes rejection, but I used to take it so hard. Like I used to take it so hard 
like if my father wouldn't give me a hug like I used to take that shit to the heart and it would be something as simple as like oh, okay he's taking care of your little brother but I used to take it like it was devastating to me so then because I didn't like that what did I do as I got older, I developed a coping mechanism, which was, I used to be like, yo, F y'all, F boys in general. Like, I treated men like shit. Like, I was just this badass, hard, um, there's no way you're going to catch me slipping, guard down type of chick. And I've been like that for a while, up until recently. And still, I'm working at it because I'm so quick to drop somebody. I'm so quick to let people go before they hurt me or before they let me go first that I wasn't creating connections. I ha- I was isolating myself. And um, a lot of people, you know, they like to tell me like, oh, you know, I appreciate that, you know, you're so blunt, that you're so, that you're so upfront and you're so real. I wasn't always like this. I almost developed this type of personality trait through rebelling because I was so tired when I was growing up of always being almost like stifled. I was always holding back. I always had to hide who I was to be accepted. That, you know, after I had my son, it's almost like I said, yo, fuck it. Okay? I said, F it. I said, freak it. Whatever is going to make you guys feel comfortable with this message for you to understand that I said enough is enough. And I almost rebelled. It's almost like, okay, now my mouth is going to be open so damn wide, so damn wide that you're going to hear what it is that I really have to say. I wasn't always like this. And then I had to refine it. I had to refine it and make it more, uh, softer because then it was, it became too much. Then I was too much. Then it was almost like nasty, borderline nasty. And these are things that I had to learn. I had to learn to actually learn to communicate and say the things that I was feeling without hurting somebody, without being nasty, without being abrasive, but still, you know, bringing my point across. But when I think about what that question that she said, like, what would I change? I just started, you know, like picking apart what I didn't like. And I'm still figuring out, like, what would I change? What would I change? I still can't answer that question. And um, I know a, a lot of people that are, that are listening and that hear that question, they might be able to answer it. Some people have some concrete things that they wish that they could change or that wish that can never happen. And that's great, you know, that you're able to pinpoint. But I also think that once you do pinpoint, like, you should confront it. You should confront it, you know, full speed and try to heal those parts. And by healing, you know, in order to heal those things, you got to say them out loud. That's what I've, you know, noticed. You got to say these things out loud because that's the only way you're going to start. You're going to start, you know, identifying what is it exactly that's bothering you? Why, you know, and then you start connecting the dots. You start connecting the dots like, oh, snap, I'm like this or or I'm so extra sensitive when people say this or this happens because boom because when i was a kid look what happened to me and this is how i developed and it's that it's that it's that deep okay people want to simplify it and act like oh get over it that's that was childhood like no some people you know that stays inside whether if you want to you know some people cope with it better than others some people um don't process things emotionally the same so you know some of us just keep it moving and that's great but yeah that was really interesting and I'm still, you know, trying to figure out figure out the answers to that question because I want to heal myself. I want to heal parts of myself that I parts of myself that I don't like. And it starts, you know, from looking backwards to be able to then like move forward, especially if you feel like you have like a roadblock. 
or if there's like some type of wall that's not letting you like like you're at a plateau like you're not progressing like you are you're at a standstill and that's something that we don't want right like that's not what we're trying to do here but it was very interesting to me and i just wanted to share that with you guys because i feel like a lot of our identity is given to us so i'm still figuring it out who i am i think my identity you know was associated with you know what my parents wanted to me wanted me to be or what other people um wanted me to be so for so long i was being this idea and i was just like this fresh canvas and if i saw that somebody didn't like something or i wasn't accepted then i would change it a little bit so that they could accept it you know it was very few people that got to really know the real elizabeth growing up and um that's something that's also that's big like you got to know who you are you got to know who you are and i feel like now in my early 30s is when i'm starting to really like starting to put my finger on it and i'm starting to figure it out or at least trying to figure it out because i want to be able to say that i know who i am i don't want my identity to be reflective of somebody else's idea of me I want it to be my idea of me, you know, and not even an idea. I want it to be me. I want it to be me. So, yeah, I think that's it. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, But think about that question. And if you guys uh, know the answer and you want to share it, share it. Um, I'm willing to listen. Hit me up. DM me. Because um, I found that really interesting. I really did. Anyways. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Um, I hope you guys are having an amazing day. And even if you're not, um, it's temporary. It really is. And um, like I always say, God bless. And I will catch you on the next one. Bye.